I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. I was planning out episodes for the next few weeks and had the holy hell realization that it's almost February, and that's in line with when this episode will come out. Like, as you're listening and as I'm recording, it is almost February, unless you're listening way in advance in the future. And in that case, hi, hello. Anyways, however, like, how? Why am I planning for month two of this year? How did that happen? Where did the time go? It was just January 1st and now it's near the end of the month. I mean, I know this happens time and time again, yet why am I continuously surprised that time just really does fly whether you're having fun or not? (laughs) Like time flies when you're having fun. True. Yes, it does. Time can also fly sometimes. Okay, I was, I was going to say time can also fly when you're not having fun, but I don't think that's the case. Time can fly when you're just living in this sort of dissociated, disconnected state that I've been in for the last few weeks where I'm trying not to label things as necessarily good or bad, fun or not fun, but I've just sort of been trying to coast and keep my head above water and, you know, get on by with the, the little struggles and here and there moments of life. But regardless... Here we are, and I am so thankful you're here listening. This episode is going to be a bit of a chat of all things season 23, which is terms, terminology for aka my 23rd birthday that just happened on January 14th. Capricorn, what can I say? And so, yeah, this, I feel my birthday since it's January 14th as my official new year. You know, I know I did all the talk about January 1st, like, what are you planning for the year? Blah, blah, blah. But in reality, in my mind, in the world of Emily, January 14th is a new season and a new year. And so we're officially in season 23 of my sitcom of life. And I think what I'm, I'm really going to embrace in this season is the idea of letting go of control, especially in the midst of hope and fear and just really... I don't know, showing up, living my life to its fullest, and trying to just let loose a little this year. Let my freak flag fly. (laughs) That phrase is always so hard for me to say. But let my freak flag fly, and really just show up as the most authentic version of me. Um, I did want to go over a little bit of a birthday recap, because there are a few moments that were just fun and everything that I wanted and if you don't care about that you can skip ahead a few moments and it'll be much more of a whimsical philosophy-ish talk but for now this birthday this 23rd birthday was big for me for quite a few reasons I am someone I have always been one to love birthdays we get this one day of the year dedicated to us so why not make it feel special and it doesn't have to be in gifts and parties and balloons and all the superficial things But even just in like, I don't know, having everyone you that loves you reach out to you or getting a message from that one person. Or if you don't have people like that in your life, taking the day to do something for yourself, however big or small that looks. I don't know. I just, I love birthdays. And if you're in my life, I I like to really make people feel loved on their birthdays too. So long as I remember the date, that is my one toxic trait. Regardless though. I haven't had a great birthday in give or take 13, 14 years for a plethora of reasons that you probably can guess if you've listened to the podcast long enough. 
And much more recently, those birthdays were quite the fail. As on my 21st birthday, I got COVID, like tested positive an hour before going out. So that was a dumpster dive. And then last year was just hella depressed. And so I just really wanted this year to this, this birthday to be fun and joyful and just filled with the people slash things that I love. And it ended up being so amazing. But what was funny is that the entire week beforehand, I was in an anxious funk because of, you know, not having a main job, (laughs) worrying about money, worrying about this. I was having a lot of gut issues come up, probably induced by the stress and I wasn't sleeping well, blah, blah, blah. But then I was also in such a weird mindset of like, I, I had some plans for my birthday, but some part of my brain was catastrophizing so badly that every time I thought of how fun it would be to do these plans on my birthday, a part of my brain would be like, yeah, but you probably shouldn't get your hopes up because, you know, what if it's like other years and -and so-and-so gets sick or this happens? My birthday did come around and I convinced myself on this day of my birthday, even if things don't go according to plan, at least we're trying. (laughs) It's the entire essence of the show and my life and everything. At least we're trying, right? So um, yeah, the morning I woke up and I just had lots of me time and pampered myself. By pamper, I mean I like took a cold shower and put lotion on and (laughs) cuddled up in my cozy clothes and made my favorite breakfast. Um, And then I went off on a walk and then my friend Tay and I went to a dance class where we just shook everything loose. I got to dance on stage in front of like 100 people. Granted, I was in the back and there was multiple other people up there dancing and we were just like shaking it loose to free by um, Florence the Machine. But either way, 10 out of 10 birthday experience I will never forget. Uh, Then I went out and got myself pampered again by getting my hair done, which was so fun. I'm not really one to spend money on anything but the necessities. Or even then, it'll be more of like a material object or something that will be useful. But I'm not one to like go out and get my nails done or to go out and get a spray tan or do these things that in my logical like Capricorn mind don't add value to my life. But I was like, fuck it. I just want to feel my absolute best on my birthday. I don't want to worry about my hair looking frizzy or flat or anything. And I love getting my hair done. I love when people play with my hair or, you know, just at the salon, like washing your hair and like massaging your scalp and... I just, I love it. It's therapeutic. So I booked myself um, like a birthday blowout. I just called it that. And I, yeah, I went, got my hair washed and done and pampered and she blowed it out and it looked so fucking good. I thought so. And I had multiple people tell me so. And so that was so fun. Um, I went and saw some work friends, got a little drinky drink and then had the most amazing birthday dinner. Thanks to my oldest, dearest friends down here in Austin. Uh, And yeah, it was just a small dinner with all of my favorite foods, my favorite people, and the most amazing cake I've ever had in my entire fucking life. It was a double layer chocolate cake. The middle layer was strawberry jam and peanut butter. And then it was all frosted in um, a peanut butter buttercream. And it was like hot pink with green icing. And it was uh, designed after the Harry Potter cake that spells, spells happy birthday differently. Look it up if you don't know what I mean. I won't explain it. (laughs) It's too much. But overall, just 10 out of 10 day. 10 out of 10. Um, I laughed a lot. The entire day made my heart so fucking happy. And just 
getting to see all the people I love, most of the people I love. There were a few that weren't here, but regardless, it was just uh, so good. And so it it really healed a lot of the wounds I've had <laughs> of not having a proper birthday, like since my mom passed. So it, yeah, I really did a lot and healed a lot for my inner child and current self. But why I thought it was good to share that is because, as I mentioned earlier, my birthday was great, but it was it was a great day coming off of this like week to two week long, anxious, sad, unmotivated funk that had me feeling not great at all. Like I have not felt that stressy, depressy in a long time, like months. And so I knew it was just my mind and body sort of cycling through a lot since these kind of massive life shifts have happened for me in the past month. But that's where today's episode comes into play is that the this this following bit is going to be my thoughts on letting go of control when it comes to the idea of hope and fear, which are something things that we face like every single day in one way or another. And so that week before my birthday, I had started reading one of my favorite books again, When Things Fall Apart by Pema Chodron. I've shared it so many times. I love it immensely, but I want to share this excerpt from it that really just, just to set the scene before sharing my takeaways and experiences, but this is the quote and excerpt, 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 that's how you say it, from the book that really started to break through the like dense fog in my mind and helped me realize that I wanted to get out of this funk and I wanted to feel better not just for my birthday, but in general, obviously. And it read, Hope and fear come from feeling that we lack something. They come from a sense of poverty. We can't simply relax with ourselves. We hold on to hope, and hope robs us from the present moment. And then it discusses fear in a very ambiguous, similar way, but you get the point. Whether we live in hope or fear, we're living outside of this present life and this present moment. We're either living in fear with anxiety, depression, anger, and such attached to it, or we're caught up in hope and expectations, placing all of our desired outcomes and hope and everything into some future that we truly, truly, truly cannot control. And there's more to it and I'll discuss, but overall, reading this chapter just really struck me in the heart and, like I said, kind of broke through this foggy mindset I've been stuck in where I just felt like I was wandering aimlessly, feeling so lost and uninspired and unmotivated, living in this yo-yo between hope and fear for weeks now since leaving my old life, where I had consistent work and much more socialization and relationships and a schedule and routine, right? I had all these things to really distract me and sort of keep me in this cycle of living that I was comfortable with. And since leaving all that, I've been alternating between fearing that I'll never find something new to obsessing over what I want to find as a new career with this like fevered hope of uh, like it's coming it's like it's it's going to be there and and you know back and forth between the two and I want to go back and say that there's a difference between like faith and believing and hope and I'll go into that in a little bit so just keep that in mind but what was happening to me in these weeks and what I realized is that as I was yo-yoing between these mindsets of fear and hope, fear and hope, 
I was sending my mind and body into this state of inner upset, sort of riddled with the anxieties and the what ifs, the self-doubt, the sadness, frustrations, all of it. Just such heavy experiences that have been weighing me down and truly impacting all areas of my life. Because for these past weeks of living in this mental state, I've been less motivated, less creative, not wanting to socialize, pummeled with limiting beliefs. I haven't been sleeping like at all, waking up all throughout the night, tossing and turning, procrastinating, distracting, spiraling. My like gut health was flaring up. I suddenly didn't want to like do a lot of the things I love. Like truly a big oof, stressy, depressy time to the extreme for me. And as a reminder from what I just said there, right, our thoughts become our actions. So having this type of thought process where I was having these limiting beliefs and all of these mental fogs and clogginess, <laughs> clogginess, hopefully that's a word, then impacted and became the actions I was taking. And so having this thought process where I was swaying between hope and fear and all the heavy emotions that come from that was then directly influencing my actions. And so it was how I was showing up with my work and in the world and with friends in my creative projects and my movement and my choices in life. And so it's, it's a lot. And the thought that comes from all that is like, cool. I'm glad that you're working through that, Emily. But like, also, what the fuck are you talking about? Maybe you relate, but also like, how do we shift things? And so I'm going to share now what I personally did to sort of help me shift mindsets and start feeling better. But once again, like to each their own, take from this what you might. So I guess backing it up a bit, right? I think it's much easier to understand and relate to that idea of living in fear, right? So you're fearing, will I ever get another job? Do they actually love me? Will I be alone forever? Will my health improve, etc., etc. We can probably all relate much more readily and easily to living in a fear mindset and how that impacts our actions. We might become a bit more impulsive. We might become more agitated, anxious, frustrated, shut down, things like those, right? Sort of like the nervous system responses, fight, flight, or freeze. Now, the hope part was really interesting to me. And that's something that I really did like read this entire chapter in that book, When Things Fall Apart. I'll link it below to help me understand this better. But I also just had listened to a podcast with Jay Shetty where he spoke about it a bit. So I'll share a bit of both. But the hope part was interesting to me because I've always been one just to have this odd relationship with the idea of hope. Growing up, I would always be a little bit more optimistic. And I remember things would come up and I'd be talking to my brother, for instance, and I'd say like, you just got to hope for the best and hope for this and hope for that and hope for hope, 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 like let yourself hope. And he would say like, I don't want to get my hopes up because then what happens if like it doesn't happen and then I'm sad. And so he would always stay in this like much more neutral state. At the time, I called him a pessimist. But looking back now, I realize he was staying neutral. He would he, you know, of course, like there's some glimmer of hope in us, right? But he wasn't living in that hope. He wasn't letting it like rev himself up and get him so excited, blah, 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 like I was, right? And I I was getting so wrapped up in the hope of whatever was coming. And he would just sort of stay neutral. And then if it happened and it was a good thing, yay. Like now, now you get to live in that moment, in that excitement. 
But if it didn't happen, he wasn't crushed, right? Like I was, because I had put all my hope in this basket, in this expectation, future moment, whatever it was. And so that's a little example. And how that relates to where I'm at currently, right, is that the last few weeks, I just kept saying, you know, like, I really hope that this happens and this happens. And then the idea was that when those happen, I'll be happy. I'll be financially secure. Life will be good again. What I didn't realize I was doing is that I was putting so much pressure on putting so much pressure and putting so much of my energy and focus into a future that I truly cannot control, dictate, determine, etc. I was expecting an outcome to happen. And I've spoken about how I don't like expectations before. I just never realized how similar expectations are with how unanimous, unanimous they are with the word hope. And so I was putting all my hope, all my expectation in these future things of essentially when I get this and when this happens, I'll be happy. Taking myself out of this present moment, putting like kind of declaring for myself, like once those happen, I'll be happy or I'll be stable or I'll be whatever, whatever. Versus just letting myself live in this present moment and having faith that having faith or having trust, whatever word you prefer to use, that whatever is meant to happen will happen with time. And maybe that might still sound like a bit too similar, but the way I view it is hope and hoping is once again, kind of like living in this future sense where I'm, it's almost like I'm attached to it. So if my hope is here in the future, I'm attached to it by the string. And every time I think about that hope, it's pulling me out of the present moment and getting me wrapped up in a daydream or a vision or whatever it is about the future. And I'm tying all these emotions to it. And it becomes something that if it then doesn't happen, I'm then like dragged down by that string as my hope falls away. Faith or trust, the way I imagine it, is like I'm here in the present and I think to the universe, or maybe if you're listening, maybe you think to God or whoever, whatever you believe in, or you just think to yourself, whatever the fuck you want to say. I, I'm here, you're here, we're in this present moment. And I'm going to place faith and trust, for me, speaking from my experience, I'm going to place faith and trust in the universe that at some point moving forward, I will find the right career for me that is aligned with all the visions and values that I have written in my journal and said to myself I'm choosing to have faith and trust that it will happen but I am not attaching myself to it with some string and so what that allows me to do is that I'm not constantly being tugged by that string I'm I'm a separate entity and so someday when that does happen I'm going to realize like oh wow this is this is it, you know, this is the moment that, f- that my faith and trust is delivering. And this is the job, this is the op- opportunity, this is the experience, whatever it was, that was always meant to happen. And I think part of this is understanding that there is a b- law of control that you have to let go of for this faith and trust. Because with hope, there's still a control aspect of, you know, you're saying like, oh, I hope this happens as though it's out of your hands, because it is. But some part of you still very much so trying to control the outcome, trying to control the expectation, trying to control the hope. With faith and trust, at least in my eyes, 
it is like fully surrendering of saying, I don't know when, how, where this is going to happen, but I know it will. Or I know that whatever is meant to be will be. And that's the caveat, right? Is that I'm, I'm putting faith and trust in the universe that even if what I think is the perfect role for me doesn't happen, like I, I trust that there, what's going to be for me will be for me. And it might look different than what I was envisioning, but I'll know in the moment like, oh, okay. Yeah, this was not what I was expecting, but I'll, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I love it, <laughs> right? Like that sort of thing. Versus with the hope, it would have been, I'm hoping for such a specific, minute thing. And then if it does or doesn't happen, completely determines my emotional response to it. So yeah, that's, that's that. Maybe I've completely lost you and you're about to click off because you're just like, this woman is batshit fucking crazy. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Or you're still with me. And this is starting to kind of like click in your brain too. And so let's just, let's keep going. <laughs> So what I personally did to help me further understand and dive into this entire thought process, the biggest thing for me was actually going on a solo walk to talk through my fears, hopes, and mindsets with myself. Now, I've said this before, but I am a huge advocate for speaking out loud to yourself. Whether you are going on a walk in the middle of nowhere and you're talking to yourself or you're going on a walk with earbuds in so that people think you're on a call and you talk to yourself, you're in your home and you just are sitting on the couch, start talking to yourself or like record a voice note so you can listen back. Whatever it is, I just truly think there's so much power to come from hearing yourself talk aloud, hearing your own words, your brain just registers them differently. And suddenly you'll realize things that you just never realized before. And it just, I think it allows a bit more freedom and flow than journaling because sometimes, at least for me, I I just, I don't like writing. Like my hand gets tired, my writing gets sloppy. I won't want to write out a full thought because I'm just too lazy. (laughs) But talking, I love to talk. I'll talk and talk and talk until the right words come out that click in my brain. And so for me, I went on the solo walk, right? And I start talking to myself. Imagine me walking. There was nobody around, but still. Walking in the sunshine, a nice breeze in my hair. It was beautiful weather. Internally, I was a thunderstorm. I was so internally wrecked in such a tumultuous place. And so I started talking out loud. And I talked and I essentially came to these points. I'm afraid that I won't find a job that I enjoy and that pays the bills. I'm also afraid that it'll never amount to anything more than what I've already accomplished. Now saying these out loud, I can immediately register, wow, those seem pretty, you know, pretty rough. (laughs) And also a little bit, a little bit silly, right? Because it's like, of course, I'll eventually find something. Or of course, like I'll amount to more than what I've already accomplished. But also like these are valid thoughts and valid limiting beliefs that I have. And so I need to acknowledge those and really start to understand why my mind and body were getting so wrapped up in these fears. And so then what I also realized is that what got me so caught up is that I had previously hoped to find this dream job by my birthday. 
I don't know. Just It was just something that in December, I, I just had hoped I'd find it by my birthday. And then I had hoped that I'd find it by this Friday, January 20th, as I'm recording this. And guess what? Neither happened. And I mean, this later one, right, by today, I kind of had some more time to work it through. But regardless, I, I was just spiraling because I realized that my hope hadn't come true. And I had been telling myself like I was okay, but in all reality, when these when this hope fell through, I got really upset and sad and spiraling because it put me right back into a fear mindset, right? I hadn't developed the faith and the trust fully yet. And so I went from fear to hope to fear. So now with work and time, I have tried and I think I've been pretty successful in reframing this fear and hope struggle to accept that I will find this job, this opportunity. It's just a matter of when. And I can have faith and trust in that without putting so much of an emotional, like, term, like, emotional canon into it, I suppose, you know? Like, I, I'm just going to choose to remain neutral with faith and trust and an excitement for my future whenever it does happen without putting all the expectation into it. Besides reframing the fears, I also decided to take aligned action versus just wishing and hoping. So I started to brainstorm other opportunities that can make me money or get me by until the day comes that I do find that aligned job. You know, something that relieves the pressure so that I can feel, I mean, action always makes us feel good if it's aligned action. And so for me, that aligned action looked like what are small tasks or jobs or opportunities I can do in the meantime to help me feel less anxious about money or less anxious about xyz like little supplements along the way essentially but also not getting myself in this whole brand new full-time job that might sort of like take away from this dream opportunity when it does come up if that makes sense (laughs) and so I started to feel into this experience whenever I meditate or journal as well so instead of just bypassing it I let myself acknowledge any fear or hope or whatever that's coming up and then I try to find a sort of neutral ground with them. I try to find an aligned action I can take. I try to find a way to reframe it into a mindset of let go of control. Let's have some faith and trust in this. And this isn't about trying to convince myself or yourself that everything is sunshine and rainbows. But that's right because we're remaining neutral. It's not like yay or complete fucking nay. But I'm just not letting myself simmer and fester. Ooh, I don't like that word, but still fester in this downward spiral. I can remain neutral and trust and be present in the day in front of me rather than getting so wrapped up in future, future fear, future hope, all of the future-ish. And all in all, my approach for this is not only, you know, in this instance, but for life moving forward, is just to remind myself of my power to choose to act and to be. I'm not trying to diminish my fears or abandon all hope entirely. I'm just trying to build a more aware relationship with both of them. I want to be able to acknowledge when I am acting out of fear or when I am getting so caught up and wrapped up in this futuristic hope. And hope can be a really beautiful thing during hard times. But once again, I think it's, that's how I've always viewed it, right? Like, oh, I hope my mom gets better. I hope that I can heal from my hep C 
And right in the first one, (laughs) my mom never did get better. And so that hope really fucking crushed me. In the second one, I did get better from my hep C. And so I guess that hope pulled through. But what actually was happening was completely out of my control, right? It didn't have anything to do with my hope. I was using that hope as a landmine to like pull me along. But what I could have also done in those times is found a way to have faith and trust that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. Because at the end of the day, I think that's what just so many of us are wrapped up in. Or not I, but they, right? I'm just having faith that they will be okay. And once again, faith and trust doesn't always mean it's going to happen. We can't, we can't control anything in life, truly. But it just, as I explained before, to me, I now kind of see this difference between hope versus faith and trust. So that's where I am for the now and hopefully moving forward. How can I just sort of find my space, my neutrality with the fear and hope? And I think a big part of that is going to be the choice, right? Like I, as I said, there's so little we can control, but we can choose how we show up. We can choose how we act and how we respond and how we, how we live our lives. And so for me, I'm going to try my best to choose to disengage from the fear hope mindset whenever I can catch myself in it. And there'll be many times I don't catch myself in it and that's okay. But, you know, the cycle will run its course and I'll be like, oh, wow, I was really caught up in the hope there or I was really acting on a fear. The more I'm self-aware in those moments or experiences to realize that I'm living and acting and responding from those mindsets, I'm going to choose to disengage from that and use my reframe practices, take aligned actions, redirect my energy, find some neutrality and ground myself in like love, gratitude, acceptance, curiosity, excitement, so forth. And it's probably going to be pretty fucking hard, but I'm going to try (laughs) and we'll see where I'm at a few months from now. But that's, that's all I really wanted to share. And I know that was a lot, mixture of rambly and also like really deep thought process. So hopefully you take something from this. If you do, I'd love to hear what you're taking from it or what you resonated with. And if it made no sense at all, apologies. Um, I guess that's what you get, but If you're still here listening, kudos to you. So (laughs) thank you for being here. And yeah, I'd I'd love to hear your thoughts regardless. So that's that. You can find me on Instagram at Emily Feichels, linked below. And a reminder, the Patreon community is now live. The link below will be, the link will be below to join. And you'll have access to exclusive content in a whole new way. Um, And then as per usual, any support for the show goes a long way. Sharing, rates, reviews, you know the gist. So big gratitude, big love. I'll see you next time. Bye.